Welcome to The Purpose Project. I'm Emily, a 23-year-old graduate student who's on her journey to find her purpose. I mean, who isn't? On this podcast, we'll chat through the good, the bad, and the ugly, having raw and real conversations about lifestyle, career, health, and mindset. The path to find your purpose isn't easy, but we can do it together one episode at a time. Purpose fam, and welcome back, or welcome if you are new to The Purpose Project. My name is Emily. Welcome. I am so honored and excited that you clicked on today's episode because, let me tell you, it is a freaking good one. It's so good. I've been literally on the edge of my seat waiting for this episode to go live. So if you're hearing this, hello, hi, I am excited. (laughs) But before we dive into the bulk of today's episode, I want to give you guys the daily and weekly mantra, affirmation, if you will, whatever you want to call it, honestly. (laughs) I need to find like a better name for this, I think. Something that really matches the purpose project. I digress. But today's affirmation is plain and simple. I like me. I love me. And I put this here because it does relate a lot to the episode, but I was recently scrolling through TikTok and I came across a video where this girl recorded herself saying, I love you to herself every single day. And you can just tell as the time goes on, how much more candidly she says it. And she says it like goofy and like she just automatically says it. In the beginning, it was a lot harder for her to say it. And that's just the affirmation side of things. When you tell your mind something over and over again, your mind is going to start to believe it. So I may try that. I may try telling myself I love myself on video for a month and see what happens. Because as we all know, words can be very powerful, especially to ourselves. Hence the whole affirmation thing. But today I am joined by, honestly, the girl boss, period, the girl boss. Her name is Anna Laura Sommer. She is amazing. She has so much to bring to the table and to talk to you guys about. She is a business owner, as well as a photographer, owns her own little creative side hustle. She is amazing. She's amazing. And when you guys hear her talk about her story and how she got to where she is today, you will be amazed as well. And we didn't mention this during the episode because I completely forgot to bring it up when we were starting our conversation. Um, The original podcast artwork with the doodle of me with my arms crossed, that was actually created by Anna Laura way back a year ago, honestly, today. I think I reached out to her back in January and she made the podcast illustration for me. And then I put it together with all the the, uh, words and things and it created the first version of the Purpose Project's cover art. 
How crazy and how full circle is this? So Anna Laura, if you're listening back to this, I totally forgot to mention it during our recording, but truly it is a full circle moment to have Anna Laura on the podcast today to talk about her journey to where she is today and all the amazing things she's done to inspire women and to create a community around that. So I don't want to ramble on too much and take up the time of this episode where Anna Laura could be talking to you all. So I will just cut to the chase and we're going to hop right into the episode. I hope you'll enjoy and I will talk to you a little more after. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Purpose Project. Today, I am here with girl boss, business coach, photographer. She is a little bit of everything, Anna Laura Sommer. I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, Anna Laura. How are you? Hi, Emily. And hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on. I am super pumped to, to be able to share and have this opportunity. I am so excited. So for my listeners who don't know who you are in like a one minute pitch, who is Anna Laura? I love it. So my name is Anna Laura. I am primarily a brand photographer and co-founder of the women's community. She shines currently based in Austin, Texas, and I'm also a fur mama. So I have two dogs and I feel like that's a very important fact that everyone needs to know right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) That's extremely important. I am hoping to become a fur mama in 2021. That's something I am manifesting as well. So fingers crossed. I love it. So a little bit more about she shines. That's how I immediately began to know you through that platform. What is she shines? I am so excited to dive into all things She Shines. So my biz bestie, Alex and I, we co-founded a women's community called She Shines, and it's evolved into a platform for multi-passionate, service-based entrepreneurial women, uh, really just to learn from and connect with one another while growing and scaling their businesses. So we, we have programs, masterclasses, events, podcast, TV show, and really our goal is just to help female owned businesses and business owners lay a super strong foundation, gain clarity, and just take action with community and a glass of champagne in hand. (laughs) (laughs) You can literally tell the enthusiasm through the microphone. You don't have to be here physically seeing Anna Laura. Like you can just tell she is super passionate about this and I love it. I want to learn more about She Shines and how it started, but I also want to learn a little more about you. Where did you begin? Talk us through that a little bit. So yeah, I, I love this question too. So a little bit about my background, it's, it's scattered all over the place. If you can't tell by what I currently do now, I've always been drawn to many different things. And I, I used to think I didn't have an entrepreneurial spirit. I thought I just kind of fell into it, but after a lot of self-reflection, I realized I've actually always been an entrepreneur at heart. Mm. My first business was a scrapbooking business when I was like 10 or 11. So I, I grew up on a farm in Arkansas. I'm very introverted even to this day, uh, which kind of surprises people. Cause I'm, I'm also like a hype girl for, for others. Yeah. <laughs> the camera now. So yeah, growing up like introverted, I, I didn't have like a whole lot of friends. I didn't really see like the value in community until I'm, so it was my, my freshman year, I got my undergrad degree at the university of Arkansas where I grew up. And, uh, two weeks into my freshman year of college, we lost my oldest brother in Afghanistan and this, we were super close. And, and as you can imagine, it just sent me into a 
a big spiral. This is also coming off of uh, two years after my parents had had divorced. And so it was just like a lot at once and kind of this already transitional time, you know, you're getting your feet wet in, in undergrad and trying to figure out what that life looks like outside of, you know, your, your home and your parents. And I, I just retreated even further into myself. And it wasn't actually until I moved to grad school. So I went to grad school in South Carolina and got my master's in speech pathology. And my roommate there, she hosted a a weekly women's um, life group through our church. And so I had no choice but to be surrounded continually by women supporting women and and sharing with each other and really helping each other um, just grow in so many ways. And like I said, I had no choice. It was literally in my living room at my house. And so like, it would be really weird of me to just stay upstairs. And so really plugging into that community just taught me so many valuable lessons. And, and that's something I've taken with me every, every place that I've moved since then, which has been a lot. I've kind of played ping pong with the United States, moving around my husband and me and yeah. So after, after that, I was like, I have to have connection now. I have to have community. Um, and, you know, as an adult, it can be really hard to make friends. And like, especially if you, you know, your coworkers might not be the type of people who, who support your ideas and passions outside of the workspace. And so finding those like-minded people, it can be really hard. I know I'm not mm. the only one that's ever felt this. And so I, I had gotten into speech therapy. So I was working with kids as well as uh, network marketing through a health and wellness company which really ignited a passion just in health in general. And so it was a lot of healing and transformation that happened during like a three to four year span. I finally was dealing with the loss of my brother and really just the loss of like that traditional family unit. Mm-hmm. And um, as, as well as like moving around, getting adjusted to like this new job and, and all these things. And, and I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like the nine to five is, is for me. I loved being a speech therapist. I loved helping people and helping families, but I really love this idea of, of having something of my own, which is mm-hmm. how I got into network marketing. Um, cause it did allow a little more flexibility, but still, I didn't feel like it was something that I truly owned. And I met Alex through the DMS of Instagram. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm kind of rambling on here, but this is like kind of how we get into the beginnings of, of she shines and the photography business and all these things that kind of came about in a long winding twisty road. (laughs) No, but I love that. And thank you for sharing your story. I absolutely love hearing people, how they start somewhere and then like five, 10 years down the line, they're somewhere completely different. And it's just a huge reminder to everyone, myself included, that what you start doing right now may not be what you end up doing down the line. Like our purposes and our passions can completely change with every moment that we are in and everything that happens in our life. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved hearing that. And so diving into She Shines, you guys met in Philly, right? Were you living in Philly at the time? Yeah. So my husband, he was previously in office officer in the army. So like I said, we kind of moved, um, a couple of times for that, but when we moved to Philly, he was no longer in the army. He was getting his MBA and I was just trying to make friends. I had recently transitioned full-time into network marketing. So left speech therapy and, uh, was just really trying to find, like I said, find that community. Cause now I'm working full-time for myself. I have 
no friends unless I get out there and <laughs> it can you know, get lonely. It can get very lonely. And thankfully, you know, Instagram had become uh, a really awesome way to connect with people. And I was only beginning to figure that out when I moved to Philly. And I got this DM from this girl who's like, Hey, so uh, a girl, I think you went to grad uh, undergrad with her at Arkansas reached out to me and said, that she thinks we could be good friends. <laughs> and she's like, I've stalked your Instagram. I'd love to get coffee. Let's meet up. And so turns out that's Alex, who is now my business partner several years later for She Shines, my co-founder. And we met up, we both had notebooks in hand and it was just like instantaneous, like-minded women supporting women. We were like, yes, this is awesome. We have a business. And we would meet up and really share. She was with a different network marketing company and is still a practicing speech pathologist. She's a medical SLP. And so we just had so much in common right off the bat. And over like that year of getting to know each other, we also both transitioned out of our network marketing companies, floundered around for a little bit. I fell into, I say fell into, there's a whole story behind there too, but fell into photography, brand photography. I was like, I want to work with women on like women who are building their own businesses. I want to work with, you know, women on brands and really just be around female entrepreneurs all day, every day. And then Alex, she recognized a need for women who have careers, but also have an entrepreneurial spirit, want to do something on the side. She realized there was nothing at that time in Philadelphia for those sort of women to connect with each other. So she had begun hosting events through She uh, with Alex Winter. I had my business, the, the Shine Studio, uh, you know, as, as a photographer. And so we <laughs> finally one day we're like, you know what, we've both been hosting events. We, we both see that there's this need. I really think we could do something better together than we could ever do by ourselves. So with that, we hosted an event. It was a vision board event in Philly uh, at the Bach building. We created vision boards and just had brunch and it was so much fun. And we're like, we need to do this again. At the time, we really didn't know. We had no mission statement like written out. It was just kind of like, let's just try this event and see how it goes. And then after that, we're like, all right, I think we're on to something. There's definitely a need for this sort of connection in real life with community. So that's, that was the beginning of She Shines. And oh my gosh, I get the so chills. Much. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, I honestly never knew where the whole name came from. And that's so cool that you two yeah. had your own thing and you decided to just like put an X in the middle. And it exactly. Works. She X shines. So She Shines was taken. Uh, I think that's kind of where that came from. And so we're like, you know, what? we have She, we have Shines. We're going to do like a collab, like, you know, Fenty sort of collab. So yeah. that's how it came. No, it, it works so well. And it's so well branded to your whole business. It's just like, it's beautiful, period. Like Thank if you, you so guys much. haven't seen the She Shines business, even the Instagram, I'll have it linked below so you guys can check it out. It is absolutely wonderful. How long has this been going on now? Like how long ago did this start? So our first event was January, 2019. I had to really think about that, that for a second. early so two years. So two years at the time of this recording. Um, yeah, it's, it's been two years and that same year, my husband and I moved out of Philly. So we moved to Austin. And so we're like, well, what the heck's going to happen now? Like, we're not just Philly based. Now we have to grow in Austin. And, you know, now it's become really a, a global community. We have women in the UK, Canada, like it's just all over the place who, who are plugging into 
these free masterclasses and really just craving that connection. Like we did, that was really what we were most excited about was you know, throwing it back to our days of sitting in a bar with a glass of champagne and sharing resources with the two of us. And then now we're able to do that with so many more women on a larger scale. And it's just been such a wild ride, <laughs> but we're so excited for where we are and also where it's, where everything is heading to. I was going to say this past year has been absolutely phenomenal for you all. I mean, the podcast has grown immensely and you have a TV show now. Yeah. Can we talk yes. a little about that? Like, <laughs> and this all happened during COVID too. So I'm right. assuming that COVID really did bring your community together more. Is that a correct assumption? I, I love the way you put that actually. Yes. Uh, we were really nervous at first when it started because we mm. had live events, like in-person events yeah. lined up in Philly and in Austin for every single month of 2020. And then 2020 happened. And so we had to, we, our favorite word, everyone I know has heard pivot, pivot, pivot. Yeah. We had to do that because we were like, otherwise our community can't connect. How are we going to keep this going? So we started doing live masterclasses on like via zoom and just sharing what, what we had learned and sharing our guest lectures and just really continuing to provide that platform. And during all this, uh, Comcast released their, a new platform called Comcast rise. What, so through that, we're able to, you know, lift up and amplify currently black women owned, or excuse me, black women owned businesses, um, and later expanding to all of the BIPOC community, as well as all women owned businesses later this year. So we're very honored to have been a part of that, of that movement, um, and continuing moving forward to bring, you know, bring awareness and bring a platform for underrepresented voices, especially in business and especially with entrepreneurs. Like these are, these are the voices that are, have been impacted hardest by, by COVID by 2020. Mm -hmm. And so being able to provide that space and platform for them through she shines has just been one of some, I, I get chills whenever I, whenever I think about it, just we're just so grateful for that opportunity and that Comcast itself saw that we could be a part of that. Like that's still mind blowing to us. It's absolutely wonderful to see that you guys have grown so much and I can't believe it's only a two year span. Like, I know, I know it's, we're, we're very, we're very excited about it. And just very, like I said, we, we can't help but feel extremely grateful because we yeah. know, we, we know it wasn't the two of us. Um, it, I think it's the two of us continuing to stick together yeah. and really like remain committed to this vision that we have for she shines, but it's really just having this community that we know we have to show up for yeah. like, and we're excited to show up for them. And, and without them, like it, without, without a community, there is no she shines. And so we're just really, like I said, just very grateful for where we are, but super excited for where this is all headed to. So with your future vision, what, what's <laughs> on your mind? Like what's next for she shines? Where do you see yeah. yourself going in five, 10 years? Oh, I love this question so much. So we're really big on what we call a champagne dream at, Ooh, at She Shines, like, like really tapping into that champagne dream. Like what is the most audacious, wildest thing that we could think of? And early in 2020, we had added this idea of a TV show to our champagne dream. So it was really amazing to see that not even, I think it was 60 days later, we were, we were approached by Comcast for, for our show. And 
now currently we we've been doing some research on this and we, we want to be like an inner, like continue to be an interview style show that focuses on female entrepreneurs, providing business tips to other women, growing businesses, having an international online community and an in-person community as well. We want to continue doing those live events. 2021 permitting uh, and really just foster that network of female entrepreneurs. So we, we just really would love to be the go-to, you know, go-to platform for, you know, getting your business foundations in order, gaining that clarity as well as building your community. And, and I think as of right now, we're currently the only show, only TV show that is specifically focused on female owned businesses. And so that is really exciting and very cool, but, you know, really it's just fostering this community and continue to expand it even more and provide even, even more opportunity for that connection community and girl talk, like we always say. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I'm so inspired by both of you. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning and I really have. And it it honestly was launched around the same time too, which is super cool. Yes. I remember DMing you guys about it because I was so inspired starting mine and I was watching you guys start yours and you already really dove into she shines. And I just, I love everything that you're doing and that you're continuing to do for women and women businesses and just inspiring others because it can be really lonely in this big world and community is extremely important. And I have realized that through the podcast community that you can literally DM someone like you guys did on the day you guys met, you DM'd each other like, Hey, you want to grab coffee? Like, and then you started a business and now it's your full-time career. Like you don't know what can happen just by reaching out to someone and connecting. So do you have any advice to anyone that may be nervous in starting something, maybe a side hustle, a business? What's your advice for them? Oh, this is, this is so good. So, you know, one, like you said, being able to just take action, having that, we're big on this, like taking that imperfect action. Mm. So to describe imperfect action, you know, you, you have what we feel is perfect action. Everything is a hundred percent in alignment. It's polished and pristine and, and girl, that never happens. (laughs) It rarely ever happens that anything is a hundred percent perfect before you're able to take action. So having something 85% done enough, good enough. That's getting the point across, you know, that, that other 15%, it's only, it's only holding you back from Mm. creating an impact from starting from, you know, reaching out to what could be your potential business partner, whatever it is, that extra 15%, it's not going to do you a whole lot of good. So get it 85% and the rest, you're just going to have to like that imperfect action, taking messy, crazy, bold moves. So that would definitely be the first one is don't get analysis paralysis, you know, overthinking things. And, you know, it's just not going to do you a whole lot of good. It's just going to keep you in the same spot. So that would definitely be number one. So having, having clarity around the need that you fill. So this is a lot of times we want to start with how, like how we want to impact someone. This is kind of like an outside in approach. Um, if you start with how you're not really going to get to, to know like the need or what sets you apart or anything like that. You're just like, okay, well, I'm a photographer. I take pictures. 
okay, well that, that is how you do something, but really when you start with the need, what sets you apart, you know, what you get asked about the most or what people say about them, like tell you about yourself the most, oftentimes that is a need that you're filling. Um, so when you can tap into that, that will help provide so much clarity in your business and what you want to do and the impact that you want to make in figuring out your purpose as is the point of the show is to really tap into that purpose. So figuring out the need you fill. And then the next part is tapping into who you're going to serve. So your audience, your community, what is that ideal person that you want to show up for every day? And for me, that was women-owned businesses or women, you know, who, who are starting their business, who, um, you know, they, they lack the confidence to show up on social media or to show up online at all. Um, which is so important, obviously (laughs) we've seen that in 2020, how important showing up and having like an online store or whatever Mm -hmm. it is can be. When you're able to know exactly who it is that excites you to serve, um, not who you think you should be serving, but who excites you, um, that is, that's going to help provide so much more clarity too. And so, you know, exactly who you're speaking to and who you're showing up for. And then the last part, so you have your need, you have who, and the next is the how. So this is like the easy part, right? Once you figure out what sets you apart and who you're serving, the how is pretty much going to present itself. And then you're already set apart in a much, you know, much more clear way. Um, so yeah, taking action and then tapping into those three things will, will help give you so much clarity and confidence moving forward. Cause I, I really believe like when you're, when you're clear on who you're showing up for and how you're, you're showing up for them, then you are so much more confident in, in what you're saying and how you're speaking about it too. I a hundred percent agree with that. And if that didn't hit home with any of you start a business or start a side hustle, then listen again, because (laughs) that was like the gold nugget on how to just start. And it's like finding that confidence in yourself. I Mm -hmm. truly believe that no one's going to believe in you unless you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. So you need to dive into those passions of yours that you have a vision for and then see how it serves others and then Mm -hmm. connect the two. So you said it perfectly better than I ever could, but going off of that, I want to dive into some questions that my listeners and your followers did submit on Instagram and there's some good ones here. So So let's just dive in. Um, First one asks, how important do you think consistency is in your business branding? (laughs) Consistency is everything. And I want to caveat this with, you can be consistent, but also give yourself grace. So I think a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves. We see this thing about show up, show up, be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. And I'm saying this having just given myself this sermon today. Um, So I'm right here with you when you you know, when you are able to show up consistently for a community, it allows them to know that you are there for them. You're, you're, you know, setting, setting time aside, you're showing you care, you're showing up for them. But sometimes you also have to remember that you need to give yourself grace. So I'm speaking to kind of two different people here. The person who is struggling even to show up at all for you, I want to say, just start, just post, just reach into the DMS, just 
meet up for coffee, whatever it is, just show up, um, and start small one time a week, two Mm. times a week, whatever it is for you and where you are. But then on the flip side, if you're the person that is putting so much pressure on yourself to perform, 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 be perfect. I have to show up or else I'm going to X, Y, Z insert some like minor catastrophe here. Then I want to encourage you to give yourself grace. So I'm kind of, like I said, speaking to two different people, but a lot of times, you know, we can, we definitely can fall into putting so much pressure on ourselves that we forget that it's okay to take Mm. a break. Okay. To take time for yourself, because then you're able to show up even more consistently, even, you know, clearer and even stronger than you did before. You know, we don't, we don't want burnout either. So I want to, like I said, it's two, twofold, but it's kind of a double-edged sword, I guess is what I mean. No. And I think what I got there from that is consistency is only as well as consistent works for you. So you need to do that. will do. I'll make sure of it. But yeah, that's what I got from that is just consistency needs to be defined by how you define it. And it's a very subjective thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's just giving yourself grace in those moments that if you need to take a step away from social media or whatever you're doing, do it. Like it is Mm -hmm. what it is and it what's work for you and your business. So Mm -hmm. great answer. I love it. Next question. How do I build a community if I'm introverted? And I think this works for you because you said you were an introvert. So I can't speak on half of that because I'm an extrovert. So please tell my listeners. (laughs) Yes. Again, this is going to go back to taking that imperfect action. And it is scary. I'm speaking to you introverts out there. um, Because like I said, I, the, if you had told me that I would meet most of the people that I know now through social media, like five, 10 years ago, I never would have believed you because I was like, so like that would terrify me. Mm. Right. And I, I can completely relate to, you know, just the, the amount of energy it, it takes to show up at all. Um, whether it's for a coffee date, whether it's just posting your face on your story or talking on, an IG reel or something like that. Like it can take a lot of energy, Mm. especially when you just really don't want to, but going back to those three components, if you are a business owner or, you know, starting a side hustle, when you are clear about the need that you serve, and that is something that resonates deep within you, you are just so excited. You can't help, but share it. And when you're excited about who you're speaking to, like, you can't wait to connect with her and just imagine it as you're speaking to just one person. That's way more impactful anyways. And you're like, Hey girls, hi, IG fam. Like, no, no, no. Like just talk to one person. Hey girl, I know this is what you're going through because I'm also going through it. How can we support each other? Like ask ask questions. Cause I don't know about you, but I want to skip like all the small talk and just get, get right into it anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, just cause again, being an introvert, small talk is just can be pretty draining. Um, so that for, for you introverts and really just for anyone out there, um, going back to those three things about the need you serve and who you serve and then how you're going to show up for her when you're able to be really clear on those, it, it's just kind of a a mission statement for yourself and a reason to give, it gives yourself a reason to show up every single day. I love that. I love that so much. And honestly, I would have never guessed that you're an introvert, but it's because you show up because you're so passionate about what you do. And that 
that makes sense. Right. And I do, now that I think about it, when you post on your story and you talk on your story, I feel like you're talking directly to me, not to your large audience. Like, I literally feel like you're just talking to me and we're having a girl chat on your IG stories. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's how I feel like it is. So even I think for extroverts, this would work as well. Stop trying to focus on the number on how many people you're speaking to Mm -hmm. and try to hit on one person at a time. I think that's really good advice. Anna Laura. Heck yeah. There's literally gold nuggets everywhere. I hope you all are writing this stuff down because I for sure will be when I'm editing this, but (laughs) another question for you. This one says, uh, my engagement has been lower than normal. It makes me not want to post anything or like when I put in effort to make something good, that'll help people. No one will care. I'm feeling really discouraged. Mm. Thoughts, opinions. Yes, I, I can, again, completely relate to this. This is when we put so much value on that, for lack of a better term, that vanity metric, like my engagement's mm. down, I'm not getting as many likes. And I just feel like no one cares. No one's listening. Da, da, da. Again, going back to that one person, because the fact of the matter is you already do have an audience, even if it's your grandma right now, like who's watching your stories. I, I just found out that my great, or that my aunt is on Instagram and it really (laughs) threw me. I was like, I didn't know you watched my stories. I didn't even know you had the app. So anyways, I digress. What I'm trying to say is you do already have an audience and you have already fostered a beautiful community, no matter the size from one to 1 million, you can nurture that community, especially like your uh, Instagram changes her mind every single day about what she wants to do and what she wants to show. So rather than just saying like having this defeatist attitude toward it, like, ah, well, forget it. Like, I'm not going to show up anyways, because Instagram's going to hide it. No, go ahead and nurture that community do this exercise for me right now. Actually think of one person who you haven't talked to in a while, who maybe you haven't seen on your social and maybe slide into her DMS and just ask a simple, how are you doing and start that community? That is also community building. And it's, it is showing your audience that you do care, do that every single day, nurturing those currently in your community like I said, no matter the size, it's preparing you for when you do have a larger audience. If you're not able to show up for the community you have right now, you're not going to be able to show up for a larger one later down the road. So show up for her who is already there because she already cares and she wants to hear from you. So showing, showing up for her. I, I appreciate that a lot because I think in today's society, we do focus a lot more on the numbers than we should. And if you're actually in it for the right reasons, I like to say, it's mm-hmm. that the number shouldn't count, even though it does get in our head a lot, especially when we're starting to scale our businesses. It's talking to that one person and checking in with that one person that maybe you haven't seen in a long time. I think that's a really good point. And I really hope all of you paused the episode or multitasked and went and did that because (laughs) I for sure will be after this. I literally thought as you were saying that, I was like, who haven't I checked in with? I can name five people that I can Mm -hmm. reach out to today just by sending a, how are you? And you never know how that's going to change someone's day either. I've actually experienced that, like being on the receiving end of that. And it made the most difference in my attitude for like a month. (laughs) It's like someone cares, you know, like it's just so silly, but it it makes such a huge difference. 
Yeah. Just like you're not going to their DMs with any motive or anything. You're just literally checking in on them as human beings, Mm -hmm. as women or men, whoever you are, just like checking Mm -hmm. in because we all need a check-in every so often. Like the world's pretty cruel right now and we need to be there for one another. That's what community is all about. Yes. Okay. Few final questions. This is a fun one. How did you turn your husband into an IG hubby? (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Oh my goodness. Okay. So my husband, he, he says, that's what he calls himself. He's like, I am not a social media. That's his term, not mine. Um, He, I don't know the last time he's posted. He is a businessman through and through. He does not show up on social media at all. (laughs) And, And so I, but I, I needed photos, right? I'm a photographer, but that doesn't mean I can always take good photos of myself. Um, and so I was like, listen, we're going to have to figure this out. Um, and it didn't start well at all. I will say it, (laughs) it wasn't a fun process at first. So I'm going to give you some tips that will make it more fun for both you and your partner in, in shooting content. So I, I actually recently asked him, I was like, how, how did that happen? Uh, because now he takes amazing photos. But when, when we started taking photos, I was like the leaning tower of Pisa in every single one. I was like, how, how are you holding the camera? Like, what and is happening? It was, it was a process, like I said, but here we're going to, we're going to speed the process up for you. So the first tip he had, uh, was to make it efficient by batching. All right. So rather than at me asking him all the time or every single weekend, to take a photo, like maximum, you want to do it one time a month, especially for like a full on big content shoot. That's going to be more than an hour. It's like batch your outfits, communicate the amount ahead of time, amount of time it will take ahead of time for him, um, just to make it more efficient. And then the second tip was to make it easy and have inspo pics saved that you can show him like, Hey, I want to do this or have him pose and take a picture and say, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, the third one, and this is probably my biggest downfall at first <laughs> was don't be hypercritical. Um, so he, uh, he, he, he likes to say, yes, a tree will come out of your head sometimes. And yes, you will have a double chin sometimes, but you can teach him without being hypercritical or getting angry or, <laughs> or anything like that. I had to learn personally the compliment sandwich. So uh, this was like, you know, oh, you're doing such a great job. Thank you so much for taking the time for doing this. Maybe if you just straighten the camera up a little bit. Yeah. Just like that. Awesome. Thanks. And so it's, it's a compliment sandwich. The, the feedback is, is sandwiched in there. Yes. Uh, the last two is make it fun, relax and enjoy and exploring, getting to spend this time together. Don't be rushed and cranky and definitely eat beforehand. So you're not hungry. And the most important one is to be appreciative. And this is for every photographer is, mm. you know, letting them know how much it means to you, especially your significant other, that they're supporting you in your goals and in your vision and your dreams, and that you don't take his time for granted. You know, it just goes such a long way in making the whole process so enjoyable, enjoyable. It is, it's not a relationship duty. Like there's, there's nothing in it for him, right. Other than like, you know, happy wife, happy life, I guess in his case, but, but anyways, those are, those are straight from the horse's mouth. What he had to say about his tips for becoming an IG hubby. 
I have never heard that before or even have anyone ask that question before. I get it so much. They're like, how does he take your photos? My husband never takes good photos. I'm like, oh, it was, it was a work in progress. So I'm actually going to make like film a reels about that question after we yes. get off here. So. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. Like everyone will eat that up. Like that's amazing. I'm going to have to teach like my girlfriends how to do that because exactly. I don't yes. have, this is I don't have your- a boyfriend. So boyfriend, husband, your IG bestie, like whoever it is, Mm -hmm. like these tips apply your IG significant other. Like this is applicable all across the board. Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) I love it. I have a few final questions from me that I I like to ask all of my uh, guests because we are sadly coming up on our time, which I hate. And I could literally talk all day, Um, (laughs) but a few final questions someone out there that's listening to this episode is struggling either in their business, their confidence, they're just, they're having a rough day. What would you tell them? It sounds so cliche as I'm going to say it, but getting into gratitude, you know, especially for me, it helps to find things you're currently ungrateful for or mad at or mad about and putting a spin on it, you know, figuring out, like we talked about earlier about the the, the engagement being down or whatever it is. And, you know, but be grateful that you have this platform to connect with an audience for free, um, which is huge. So, you know, when you can find a way to just spin it and turn it around, that'll help so much. Yes. I love that. And it's so true. So thank you for that advice. And I hope that helps someone out there that needed to hear it. A few more questions. These are good ones, fun ones. What was the number one thing you learned in 2020? Oh man, probably I say it all the time, but putting it into practice was giving myself grace. Mm. And so, you know, being able to go after your goals, but without the pressure of achieve, 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 but just looking back on the progress that you've made and being able to celebrate that, um, even if it looks completely different than you thought, I mean, I think that's something we all learned in 2020 Mm. was a little more flexibility, um, but a little more grace, not just with the world or with your neighbor, but with yourself too. Mm. And just letting go of that pressure, that expectation, and just being able to enjoy the ride, enjoy the process. And yeah, just, just showing up with more grace. <laughs> yeah. Although 2020 was rough. Most of the time, I am very <laughs> grateful that we have all learned that and been able to give ourselves more grace. And I am hoping mm-hmm. it continues even without a pandemic, because we all need mm-hmm. to slow down sometimes and just like woosah, you know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Relax. Funny enough, Anna, my family loves to remind me of this. Anna means grace which they say it because I fall all the time and I trip over everything and I'm like burning myself on something. So it's like, ah, Anna means grace, but it is a good reminder that, okay, grace, 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 (laughs) need that more. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's a great correlation. I love that. (laughs) Yep. Putting your own twist on the meaning. It's perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of grace and gratitude, what is something that you are grateful for today? Today. So I actually, so every single day I write down three things that I'm grateful for very first thing, and I try to make them different. And so today it really was, um, you know, for being able to continue to connect with people that otherwise I wouldn't see via zoom. Um, cause you know, having moved around so much, it's 
it can be hard to keep up with everybody, but I'm so grateful for social media for that. Um, but I'm really grateful to be able to see my family's face, to see my friend's face through zoom and just catch up and, you know, won't replace that in-person connection. But today it sounds funny, but today I'm grateful for zoom. Yeah. I know. And you think we'd ever say that? Like at one point it was Zoom fatigue, but honestly it does. It allows us to connect. It's allowed the podcast that I have to connect with individuals like you Mm -hmm. that are halfway across the country. It's just like, I've connected with people in the UK, Australia. It's just crazy how Mm -hmm. the internet and Zoom has allowed us to do such things. So Mm -hmm. grateful for that as well. It's a good reminder. Thank you for that. Last question. What are you looking forward to in the remainder of today's 24 hours? Oh, so my theme of today and actually this year is bold moves. So I am looking forward to taking some, some bold moves with the rest of my day and really just maximizing, maximizing the time we have. I love the concept that you have on your podcast. Cause that's something I think about quite often is is my brother going back to that. And he was 24 when, when he, you know, went to join, uh, join our heavenly father, but, um, you know, just not taking anything for granted and having bold moves every single day. Um, that can be big moves. It can be small moves, but just make it bold and take action. I, I appreciate that. My word of the year is yes to try to do more. So yes to the bold moves. Let's go. Let's do it. I love it. Oh my gosh. You are a ray of sunshine. Anna Laura, thank you so much for being here. Can you please let the listeners know where can they find you? Yes. Yes. Of course. I, y'all, I, I love chatting actually in the DMS, please, please, please slide into the DMS at Anna Laura summer, just my full name that's summer with an O. And then you can also connect with us, uh, over at she shines. So that's she X shines. And we have, we are super crazy accessible. Um, so you can text us. We have a phone number. You can text us. That's all in our bio links. Um, so please let's chat. Let's one-on-one y'all know I'm big on that. <laughs> like I get so excited to, to carry on a conversation in the DMS, especially a voice message. I actually really yes. love those. So I can't wait to hear from y'all. Oh my gosh. Yes. I will have everything linked directly down in the show notes for y'all. So you can hop right over there and go directly to those links. But again, Anna Laura, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time, your energy, and I just wish you the best of luck with the remainder of your day in 2021. You too, Emily. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. All right, Purpose Fam, an end to another episode. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation I had with Anna Laura. She is so sweet and so inspiring. And if you guys haven't checked out either Anna Laura period or She Shines, please, please check it out. I have everything linked directly down in the show notes. They have a wonderful podcast that talks about everything, honestly, from business tips to community to Instagram, marketing, everything. It's awesome. And if you want to join their community as well, I will have that linked below. Please make sure to follow Anna Laura. She's really active. She gives a lot of amazing tips on her Instagram and I mean, why not, right? (laughs) And make sure to slide in her DMs, tell her that I sent you because she'll be so happy to hear it, I'm sure. I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. I have so many more great guests coming at you in the next few months, solo episodes as well. But like I always say, let me know if you want 
any specific topic, any specific guest, profession, career, whatever it is, let me know because I will do my best to make sure that it's integrated into these episodes. I appreciate you all and thank you all for supporting. Make sure to make sure you're subscribed, follow, five-star rating, review, all of it. Share us on Instagram and tag us at the Purpose Project Pod. And I, yeah, (laughs) I'm so thankful for you all. I hope you have an amazing remainder of today's 24 and I'll chat with you next week. Bye guys.